Hi, thank you for joining me on the Boise Art Scene Podcast. My name is Morgan McCullum. I'm here with Derek Norsworthy. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about his artwork. So Derek, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, what's your primary medium? Hi, Morgan. Uh, yeah, I would have to say, my well, my primary medium was probably acrylic painting, um, but not far behind that. I do also a lot of wood sculpting as well as printmaking or just whatever happens to catch my interest at the time with <laughs> ADHD artist. Yeah. So, uh, what, what inspires you to, uh, create at any given time or like to jump into, you know, what makes you decide I'm going to carve something today or, or paint a landscape? Well, it's always something, you know, you never know. <laughs> I go through kind of short periods of, you know, I'll spend like three weeks doing wood sculpting and then I just kind of, I guess I get tired of it and I'm ready to go back to painting. Um, or if I have a commission to work on or something, then that's obviously what I'll work on. Sure. It seems like you're always doing something from what I've seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. I stay busy. I'm full time. Uh, I'd say I spend at least six hours a day doing something artistic. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I, I've been following, I've been friends with you on Facebook for a while. So I've kind of followed uh, a bit of what you do. And yeah, it just, it seems like you're always creating something like you've always, it, it just seems like you've got that bug, like <laughs> to, the drive to create. I do. <laughs> uh, so what got you uh, into working or into creating art? You know, I'd say as young as five years old, I started doing these wild abstract drawings and I love doing it, but you know, what really helped me along was probably my parents' motivation. You know, they encouraged me and forever, you know, and let me realize that I had talent doing that. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, a lot of times you hear people say like, oh, my my dad said this was a, a hobby, a fun thing to pursue, but not, you know, not a career. It's really refreshing to hear uh, so that your parents encouraged you. The other. I know, I hear that. Yeah, I do feel fortunate for that. I come from a artsy family, I guess, that helped expose me to a lot of the arts when I was young and encouraged me keep doing it. Uh, and now I also wanted to address too, you know, uh, you're outside of the Boise area here. You're outside of the Treasure Valley. You're in the Camas Prairie, right? Yes, sir. I'm in Fairfield. Uh, now, I, I have seen that you've done some shows at like the Riverside and things like that. And I know that uh, I, I've seen some of your work in some of the local places. I've, uh, I interviewed Ace Zappa and I saw one of your prints up there at her place. So I, I know you do come into the valley here, uh, but yeah, just trying to stretch out a little bit. We're, we're doing things a little different today. We're going over uh, an online connection. So you might notice a little bit of a change in the audio quality here, but uh, I wanted to make sure that we're we're stretching out because I, like I said I've I followed you for quite a while uh, and I yeah. I really like what you got going on. So based on where you're living, I do see you create some of your creatures are uh, or you create creatures <laughs> the uh, the Camish Prairie creatures that you make. Uh, I believe I'm not sure if you have an exact name for those series. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about those? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's been. In fact, that's probably one of my main inspiration. I spent a lot of time just out wandering around and exploring remote country, you know, and on the Camas Prairie, and that's also lots of wild animals of all sorts, you know. So I just uh, take kind of what I see and then put it through my 
creative lens and they come out <laughs> kind of funky, you know. <laughs> yeah. So they're not real, you know, but they're still kind of based on my experiences, I guess. I have those for sale in the Art Source Galleries gift shop there in Boise. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about how you sell your work and how you get it out there? Uh, I mean, you bring up a good point with having those for sale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, first, I mean, I'm on social media, of course, and I meet a lot of people that way. And I have an Etsy shop and I do shows, you know, fairly often. I've been showing there in down in Twin Falls most recently. And then I'm going to have some paintings again at the Riverside coming up in January and February. Okay. Excellent. So it seems like there's, it seems like you try to make your living from your art. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. That's, uh, well, that is my only source of income. <laughs> I mean, it's a scarce living right now, I would say, but I'm getting by, you know, that's why I live here in Fairfield. You know, I kind of, I sold my house there in Boise and bought this hundred year old fixer upper here oh, with wow. the intent, you know, of just, um, being able to work on my art. So I have the whole upstairs is kind of my wood shop area. And then downstairs I have a one bedroom that's my designated painting room. And then I have another bedroom that's literally nothing but art storage. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's another part of why I wanted to talk with you, you know, is I, I see you creating so prolifically and I see you, uh, you know, pushing your work. I mean, obviously you're not creating just for the purpose of selling you're creating because it, it seems like you, you maybe need to. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else I'd do. <laughs> it keeps me off the street. <laughs> well, sure. Absolutely. Uh, it keeps you from getting in, in knife fights with the Camus mosquitoes, right? <laughs> do you have a, a favorite piece that you've uh, created in your, over the years? Oh, I don't know. That would be kind of hard to say, but if I were to pick one, I have a big four foot by five foot painting that I did of the Swan Falls Overlook, you know, down south of Cuna. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's probably a favorite for sure. And how long ago was that made? I did that one in 2014. The only time I've ever shown that one in public, it was part of out at the Celebration Park Museum for uh, Borley Nelson Birds of Prey Conservation Area. 50th anniversary, I guess it was. No, oh, wow. Okay. So are there any, um, yeah, I normally ask Boise specific, but are there any, uh, you know, Idaho specific uh, opportunities that you've had? You know, there's Alexa Rose, Idaho Art Commission. Uh, have you had any, any luck with any of those? You know, I'm pretty, I haven't even applied for anything like that. So nothing of that nature, but I could say Idaho specific in that, this, you know, the the landscape here, the geography, you know, it's kind of unique with being so much wild country to just go explore by yourself. Sure, absolutely. I I definitely see a lot of people that gra grab their inspiration from Idaho. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned that you have uh, your dedicated space upstairs. How important to your practice is it to to have that space? Well, for it's pretty crucial for my some things like my printmaking and woodworking so i'm i'm certainly glad to have it if i didn't have it i'm sure i would do something but i wouldn't be able to do my what i do now so when you're doing your woodworking it seems like you do a lot of carved pieces uh is that accurate oh yeah that's accurate i grew up whittling you know from oklahoma my grandpa 
he had me hooked up with an old timer pocket knife when I was like five or six years old. <laughs> so I grew up and then, you know, even then I was creative. So I would even start making things like spears and bows and arrows and just whatever I could from a young age. So I've kind of always, you know, been inclined to do woodworking. Then when I got older, I bought actual wood carving tools, which that's what actually led me to printmaking. Cause I realized, Hey, I can carve wood. Well, you know, I could also, I could use the same tools to carve, you know, my lino prints. So that's how that evolved. So when you're doing those, uh, lino prints, what, what kind of material are you carving those? Are you making them out of like linoleum or are you doing like wood block carvings? Uh, how are you? I have done wood block, but no, they're, they're linoleum. What is it about the printmaking process that you find most appealing? Well, it's just kind of cool. You know, it's a unique, I've done a lot of experimenting with it too, just trying to do some unique types of printmaking. It's just kind of fun and different. You know, I was a offset web press operator for years when I was younger, but that's a little bit different, <laughs> but it, you know, it kind of got me interested, I guess, maybe. I was going to ask if that, uh, if you think that had, a an impact on your interest in it. I used to play around in the pre-press room. We had an old, at the Norman transcript. I worked for the Norman transcript, the newspaper in Norman, Oklahoma, and on late nights waiting for the sports pages to come down. I'd play around in there on their equipment and make stuff. <laughs> so is the printmaking something more recent or has that always been an interest for you? Uh, it's fairly recent within maybe eight years, at least the kind of printmaking I do now with the linoleum cuts and wood blocks. Sure. And do you keep the, uh, print, uh, or not, I mean, not the print print, but the, uh, I don't know what you call the, the lino good block. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do have most of those. However, one of the methods that I use is a, a to do multicolor is a reduction. And when you do that, it actually, the process destroys the block. So for the those, I don't have. So do you continue cutting it then as you're printing, you like print a color and make some different. Exactly. And then you remove what you want to be that color and then this is keep going and as you finish there's basically nothing left the way your brain has to work for for doing line of cuts and and print making is just it it's so backwards it's <laughs> it is. yeah well i've done prints before where i wasn't thinking about it and made my name backwards <laughs> oh no you do words printing you know you have to carve them out backwards <laughs> like a mirror image so I see a lot of walking sticks and things from you. Uh, is there an, a specific purpose behind those, or are they just kind of working with the materials that are available to you? That's exactly it. Yeah, I, I try to use what resources I can. Yeah, I have a ton of wood that I just go out, pick up dead and down wood out in the National Forest or whatever. <laughs> right. So I have plenty of materials for walking sticks. So do you think that... Uh, where you physically are located and and the materials that you're able to acquire that way uh, have an impact on what you create? As far as my wood carving, definitely. How often would you say that you spend time in the studio painting? I, I mean, painting, obviously, a lot of your wood pieces end up painted as well, but right. you, know, you mentioned that you like to do landscapes. Uh, how often are you able to dedicate time to that? That honestly is the majority of my time. I would say, you know, I spend out of a year or maybe eight months painting. 
I'm actually working on a landscape commission right now. Okay, yeah. Um, and that brings up another a question that I tend to like to ask is uh, if you do work on commissions, if you uh, do that sort of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it always, of course, depends on what it is, but I don't think I've ever turned one down now that I think about it. <laughs> is there, uh, if somebody was looking to commission you, or would you say that you're best commissioned for like landscape work or uh, anything or? Really, landscapes, you know, is probably my bread and butter for that, although I have done portraits as well. And uh, you, you said acrylic was your primary uh, paint. Is that right? Yeah. I think it was kind of more just like the path of least resistance, really, that kind of led me into acrylics because, you know, they're a little bit less expensive than oils and easier to clean up. So that's just kind of naturally what I started with, and I just got used to them. You know, I haven't ever changed yeah, that's something I was going to ask. So with acrylics, I, I, I know a lot of people who, who do work with them. Uh, I was wondering if there was anything about the that medium that you find particularly beneficial or frustrating. Well, I think it's definitely beneficial for me that they, it dries fast. You know, you can work fast with acrylics. That's one of the biggest things I hear for it is that uh, the speed of it drying. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So why would you say that uh, art is important to you? What keeps you coming back and making more? Well, I mean, I, like I said, I don't really know exactly what else I would do. You know, it's just, you know, it gives everybody kind of a unique identity. And when I'm when you're on the right side of the brain, hyper-focused on a piece, you know, you feel young. I mean, there's a, it's like, kind of like the same age, you know, I mean, it's the... You know, and you're calm, you know, it's relaxed, you know, it's kind of therapeutical. Sure, absolutely. Just, uh, you know, and once you do something so much, it's just like a part of your life, you know what I mean? So that, that's why it's important for yourself. Do you find, uh, why do you think it's important to share your art? I mean, obviously you're you're not just creating, I mean, you might be creating for yourself, but you, you do have that drive to share with your community as well. Yeah. Why, why do you yeah. think it's important for that? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a, a way that I feel like I maybe I express myself better through my art. Okay. what What's next for you? How would you like your art to evolve? Well, you know, it, it, I'm always challenging myself, and it's kind of I'm always a work of progress. That's one thing about doing the multiple different types of sculpting and printmaking and painting. You know, it, it all kind of helps. I'm always learning. You know, it's always evolving. But so I can, I want to, do some bigger things though i'd like to do some huge paintings sure have you made any uh any steps towards that uh have you looked towards like mural opportunities or anything like that or is that bigger than you're thinking or well that is big <laughs> uh, no <laughs> no i was just thinking like big paintings you know i need really i just need to make some more money so i can buy some big canvas <laughs> there, there was a person i spoke with uh mary arnold um and she was, she had recently gotten an Alexa Rose grant that at that point in time, and uh, it had enabled her to buy a, a large easel so she could, oh nice, work on like eight by eight or something like that. Just I'm horrible at <laughs> doing that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, is is it a lack of space for you, or just I imagine working that big is is probably a bit of a hassle. Well, it's different, you know. I, I do have the space. Honestly, it's just a matter of I need to 
get the supplies. It takes a surprisingly a lot more paint, you know, one of those big paintings and it, and it costs quite a bit more. Sure. Absolutely. So we, we talked a little bit about how you get your art seen. The Riverside seems like they've been a really good supporter of local artists. And uh, can you tell me a little bit about what goes into putting on a show there for you? They have a really nice place there at the Water's Edge Gallery in the Riverside. They put up nice lighting. And um, you see, I've only had one, I was only participated in one show there so far. But yeah, it was a great place. And, uh, you know, I've had shows at other places around there too. But it's a really nice place. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for Boise artists. I appreciate that little bit there. So if you were to, I don't know, I guess, talk with uh, somebody just starting out on their artistic journey, uh, do you have any advice that you might give them? Yeah, work hard. <laughs> you know, like I said, I started doing art and people were telling me that I was talented, you know, when I was five years old, but it wasn't really until I developed a work ethic, you know, until I really started making progress. You know, it doesn't matter how talented you are. It always takes a lot of hard work and practice too. Yeah, it seems like one of the most common uh, bits of advice I get from people is is just kind of keep working, <laughs> keep creating. Yeah, you have to. So once again, can you tell me uh, about your social medias, your Etsy? Uh, where can people find your work? Yeah, my, my Facebook art page is Derek Gabriel Norsworthy Artist. And then I guess I have an Etsy shop, which is Derek Norsworthy art and then you know keep an eye out i'm always doing shows somewhere excellent so what what is upcoming for you you mentioned earlier that you had a show coming up uh can you tell me about that again yeah right right now the only things i have scheduled in the future is i'm going to have some paintings at the water's edge gallery in the riverside for the months of january and december Uh, i'm thinking i'll probably have about 10 paintings oh wow excellent uh, so are those going to be new works that were created for this show or are those going to be? Yeah, no, that's my plan. If I only have a month, I got to get busy, but I've got a few done already. So they, they will be landscapes most likely. Excellent. Okay. And if somebody is at that show and sees your work or is able to check you out uh, between now and then, if they were interested in contacting you for a commission, uh, what's the best way to do that? Oh, any way they can get me. Um, Send me a message on Facebook. (laughs) So do you think that art is something that you will ever stop doing? No, no, I can't even imagine that. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you'd like to talk about? Well, I think we probably pretty well covered it. All right. Excellent. Well, I know I'm probably kind of awkward, you know. But hey, it is what it is. That's me. <laughs> You've been great. No, I, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk with me. I really appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen to this. Uh, we're Boise Art Scene, and you can catch us at boiseartscene.com. There are links in the description for social media for Derek and for myself. Again, Derek, thank you so much for joining us today. Great. And Thanks a ton. And we'll catch you next time.